Living the Stream Outtakes, Week 13 Edition. All right, bro, you ready to do this? Oh, yeah, man. Uh, One uh, real quick thing. Uh, Should we mention Richard Rogers on the show? Nah, I don't think we have to. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, nah wave for sure. Yeah, we'll nah wave Richard Rogers all day. (laughs) But you know who's going to blow up, though? Kyle Rudolph. Bingo. Rudy. 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 He's going to go ham. Definitely. All right, let's start the pod. All right. Fantasy Football Podcast called Live in the Stream comes to you each week. Streaming recommendations during NFL season. It's not just tongue and cheek. Quarterback defense tight end recommendations based on opposition matchup. Here are your podcast hosts, JJ Zacharyson and Danny Carter. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Living the Stream. I'm JJ Zacharyson, the late-round quarterback, and I am joined by my co-host, my lovely co-host, Denny Carter. Denny, what's going on, man? Well, I am still on the Richard Rogers tilt-a-whirl, to be honest. Yes, that was that. That I know that that skit was like a skit that we that we did before the show, but. That was very, very. That, I mean, that was almost exactly how our conversation went. Yeah, that was. Ba- it was based on true events, which was before the show. We actually took a few seconds and we're like, you know, should we talk about Richard Rogers? Well, he has this matchup. The Lions do this. Lions do that. He runs a route. Blah 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 blah. And then we said no. <laughs> yeah, and I'm also having massive deja vu right now because. This is actually the second time that we've talked about Richard Rogers on this podcast tonight, but I was not recording you correctly earlier. Right, and we recorded about 30 minutes of the show, <laughs> and that is gone. We were talking to ourselves. No, I actually, it's a good thing, though, because I did drop the phrase, the, the phrase douche rattling. And which, that's true. That's which true. I don't know, I don't know how that happened or why that happened, and I don't think we need to replicate that happening. But you just did. You just said do and 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 right, now, but it was it was such a ridiculous. Okay, so just so everyone's aware, we were talking about Ryan Tannehill and him being a disaster last week, and and how I think in three years Ryan Tannehill is going to be, like I, I well the phrase what I said was that Matthew Stafford is uh, looks at Ryan Tannehill and thinks that Ryan Tannehill is a bro, which like more broy than what Matthew Stafford is. And then, for some reason, douche rattling came out of my mouth when describing Ryan Tannehill. Right, which I think you just had a seizure. I think that's, I, I think that's what happened. I think that's what you ha- what happened. I wish, I, but I wish it was all recording, and then people could have seen it actually happen. But that that happened. I right. feel like I'm feel like I'm watching Inception right now while recording this podcast. Yeah, we're like a podcast inside of a podcast. And you know what? The world was going to miss out on 15 minutes of some freaking really good banter. That is now just gone. It's I gone. Mean, we, like, well, to be fair, we were just fantasy douching. Oh yeah, we were. We were definitely yeah. We were like, so how many? Wait, wait, how many uh, leagues did you make the playoffs in, um, right. JJ? Right, yeah. and that's that's we actually talked about that, you guys. Which uh, you guys should be happy that it, it wasn't recorded because right, it's, J- it's boring stuff. Right, JJ has a buy in forty-seven of his forty-eight leagues. Okay, so. yeah, maybe <laughs> maybe that's close. Maybe that's close. Right. But yeah, that yeah. was that was a, a lot of wasted time that just happened. So it's okay. Instead of just talking about stuff and and tilting about Richard Rogers more, which, 
by the way, Denny did use Richard Rodgers in the Apex League, and uh, he he was not victorious this week. No, yeah, so I, I, I was forced into using him because someone else picked up uh, Chandler, uh, put, spent a ton of money on Chandler. So, I, you know, I like I griped about having to play Richard Rodgers, stupid Richard Rodgers, stupid, stupid. And then he, he drops a 32 bomb on Thursday night, and I lose by 30. <laughs> <laughs> to Evan Silva. To Evan Silva. Evan Silva took me to the cleaners despite the uh, the nuclear bomb. Out there. I was like, I was like, no way I lose after this. Man, I can't believe it. I'm gonna beat. I'm gonna be Evan. Where I'm gonna go to the playoffs. I'm gonna. Oh, I lost by thirty. Evan so, Evan thanks. Silva. Elvin, Evan Silva induced the the exorcist vomiting in your living room this week. Oh, was, I mean, I actually I sent him a bill for the carpet to clean up the carpet. <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, yeah. So week week uh, thirteen. This is so weird, man. Like, I wish that we had that other podcast that we were recording. People are probably so confused right now as to why I was talking about douche rattling and why we're not going into that much detail about Richard Rogers. But like, it made so much sense before. I'm really sorry to our listeners, our 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 awesome listeners. Our our we talked about this as well. How our listeners are the wittiest, smartest, best listeners of any sports podcast out there and 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 we we said a proof of that is the bench your roster phenomenon which happened uh last week uh yes. where you you everybody listening to the show did a really good job of sending tweets showing all the the various tilting episodes that you put your league mates through because you benched your roster until sunday morning and people were freaking out I loved it. I loved it. And please send more. If you do it in week 14, uh, bench your roster and, and, and get, get the reactions. The reactions are what we're looking for. I want to see your league mates, your commissioners, when they're tilting off the freaking planet. I want to see what they're, what they're saying to you, whether it's text or whatever. It's great. Yeah, it's like, it's like damn you autocorrect whenever that was really big, but it's with fantasy football and it has nothing to do with autocorrect. Right, and, and I'm not like I'm not saying it gives you some huge edge or anything, but I I did see a few people tell me, and this is key. They told me my my guy has my uh, opponent has changed his roster several times, his lineup several times as I benched everybody, and that's what you're looking for. You're looking for the other person to be so uh, caught off guard by this that they actually start making suboptimal decisions. Exactly, it's genius. And I I I, uh, I mentioned this before, but um, Jim Sonis uh, sent a tweet in a, a screenshot of his lineup that was empty, and all it had was Eddie Lacy after his Thursday night performance. So it was like oh. you know half a point or whatever the heck he scored during that game. That is a sad, sad lineup there. That is a very, very tilting lineup. Eddie Lacy, man, that was rough. Eddie, if you used Eddie Lacy, rest in peace, your team last week. Yeah, no, you're done. Yeah. Um, all right, so let's uh, before we get into the week 13 streamers, Denny, why don't you talk about our sponsor? Yeah, our sponsor is DailyFantasyCafe.com. Uh, check him out. I write a uh, a weekly slate breakdown article for DFC. Uh, they have a bunch of tools, including the stack generator. So uh, check it out this week, DailyFantasyCafe.com. All right, Denny, week 14, defensive streamers, big week, first week of the playoffs for a lot of leagues. So why don't you tell everyone who they should be streaming? Yeah, well, here's the uh, Cliff's Notes version of our top defensive pickup. Uh, the Lions are playing the Rams, so get Detroit. Um, it's really that simple. But uh, and with a little more detail, uh, the D- Detroit has really shut down opposing running games over the past three or four weeks, which is really key uh, in, in this match. 
matchup. Uh, as we've seen, if if Todd Gurley uh, can't get it going, which he has not done recently, uh, with eight and even sometimes nine defenders in the box, uh, the Rams have to go to the air. And that's exactly what we want with, with Nick Foles throwing passes here. Uh, so Detroit's on the road, which is not my favorite thing in the world to stream uh, to stream a road defense. But uh, I think the matchup is too good to turn down. Uh, and Detroit has a favorable uh, schedule the rest of the way, really, most of the rest of the way. So um, pick them up. They're out there in almost 90% of leagues. Uh, second uh, team I was looking at, uh, the, the Jets have been dropped in. Uh, a lot of leagues. They're available, I, I believe, in, in more than 60% of NFL.com leagues. Uh, they play Tennessee at home. Uh, Tennessee on the road is giving up 9.3 fantasy points per game uh, to opponents. And, you know, we're hoping that Darrell Revis is back uh, for, for this one because, honestly, as we've seen in the Jets' uh, defense, especially their secondary, is uh, pretty god-awful without mm-hmm. Revis back there. So, uh, that it really, I would really hedge on playing the Jets if uh, Revis does not return this week. Um, but you should give them uh, a look. And then uh, finally, uh, the Jaguars are at home against the Colts, and it looks like Charlie Whitehurst, Charlie Whitehurst, aka uh, Clipboard Jesus, yes. may be under center because Matt Hasselbeck, like Frank Gore, is beat to hell or beat to crap or whatever. <laughs> whatever be, be, the phrase to crap that, is that a phrase i think it is well it's usually isn't it usually beat the shit and then they just yeah but i mean yeah i feel like like it, it just seems kind of daddy oh it's super daddy yeah yeah okay. God, we, there's so much dad stuff going on this week we'll get to that i'm sure yeah um uh but anyway yeah jacksonville at home uh i i don't i i really charlie whitehurst is not good but uh, I, I and I talked about this on the fakefootball.com. Uh, he doesn't have a history of backbreaking turnovers and picks for touchdowns right, and fumbles right. and this and that. He actually is very safe with the ball. So I see the Jaguars as a, a floor play, definitely not a ceiling play. Sweet. That makes sense. All right. Uh, the <clears throat> next, uh, let's talk about quarterbacks. I'm off. I'm, I'm, I'm just off my game right now after, after recording half hour of this podcast and having it not happen. Well, I mean, talk about tilting. That's it's just tilting. That's that's more tilting than not talking about Richard Rodgers on this podcast last week. <laughs> anyway, all right, quarterbacks. Uh, the first one is very, very obvious. Everyone knows that it's coming. It's Jameis Winston uh, facing the New Orleans Saints defense, which I'm convinced might be college level. Uh, yeah. a, col- a college level secondary, maybe even a college level unit. I'm not. I'm not one of those people. I hate when people are like, "Oh, could Alabama beat the the Browns?" You know, yes. every, every year there's like that that discussion. It's so stupid. It's a terrible question. It is. It's a terrible question. Uh, but yeah, this the Saints are really bad against the pass. Seven of the twelve quarterbacks against them this year have finished as top five options in a given week. Um, you know, Jameis wasn't incredibly strong against them earlier in the year, but he's that was week two. He's improved as a passer. Uh, and you know, I think the thing to remember is that the floor for a quarterback against New Orleans. So if you're worried about floor, if you're worried about you know a quarterback just completely tanking in your fantasy playoffs. The floor against New Orleans is basically 14 points, which is what Brian Hoyer hit a couple weeks ago. Um, and, and Jameis has proven to have somewhat of a ceiling, what he did against Philly a couple weeks ago as well. Um, so, uh, And with Jameis, he scored fewer than, than 12 points zero times this entire season and no less than 14.5 points since week four. Uh, so he's had a really nice floor. The Saints provide a really nice floor. 
And then there's the obvious ceiling of, like I said, seven of the 12 quarterbacks against New Orleans have finished as top five options in a given week. New Orleans is actually pacing to be historically bad uh, against the pass. So wow. that's he, he's, he's definitely a, a good look this week. And then the other thing, too, that I didn't even mention is that uh, Vegas loves the Buccaneers this week. Uh, there's a 50.5 point over-under, and the Buccaneers are 3.5 point favorites. So huge implied team total, which means a lot of opportunity for Jameis Winston. Which is really rare for the Bucs. The Bucs usually have such a low implied total. Yeah. And so that, yeah. that that's that's good news, yeah. Yeah. Uh and then the next quarterback, uh Ryan Fitzpatrick. Uh Fitzpatrick hasn't hit fewer than 13 fantasy points this year uh in in a game that he's completed because he obviously he hurt his hand uh, against Oakland. Um and his median score over the last 5 weeks is 18.88 points. And I I hope that median Twitter is is not is not upset that I use median instead of mean there. You hear us median Twitter, we're still here. <laughs> We're still here. <laughs> um, over the last two weeks, uh, you know, he's, he's had really, really nice performances, putting up 29 and 26 fantasy points, which is pretty absurd. Um, Tennessee has allowed five top seven performances this season. I'm just I, – I, I, look, I'm trying to have some really interesting tidbits in here. I know that that's kind of cherry-picking, but um, – <laughs> well, every – Every, every single passer, though, score has thrown at least one touchdown against them. According to number fire metrics, they're 24th against the pass when adjusted for strength of opponent. Uh, you know, I, Vegas does have the Jets as heavy favorites, but that also means that their implied team total is – it's at 25 because there's a 43-point um, uh, over-under in this game. Uh, wow. So I, I think, you know, just I, – I think that they're in a good spot. Uh, and, and don't be afraid when – like we say this all the time – don't be afraid when quarterbacks are heavily favored. I know Jay Cutler screwed everyone last week, but they also lost the game. Um, when when quarterbacks are heavily favored, it's just that, sure, they might not get the garbage time points that you get, but they're doing good work quarters one through three to not even be in that garbage time situation. Right. Uh, Which yeah, is, I mean, they have to score somehow. Right. It's the idea that, that like Aaron Rodgers, for instance, doesn't have a ton of game-winning drives in his, in his career. It's because his team is usually leading. Right. It's, it, and that doesn't mean he's bad in fantasy. Um, and then also, oh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, revenge game. Revenge. Revenge game from 2013. Um, lastly, I think this is a deeper play. I wouldn't play him over Fitzpatrick or, or Jameis. Uh, but if you're, if you're not really desperate, I think he's, he's a fine floor play. Uh, but I do like Brock Osweiler this week. Um, you know, I said it last week, but every quarterback not named Peyton or Meddy uh, have scored 17 or more fantasy points against the Raiders this season. That Vikings, that Vikings passing attack, man. Just, just drop everyone, everyone, just, everyone should not. Just, just done. Uh, the Broncos uh, haven't implied. Did we go over what our last week's picks were on this we, new podcast? We, we have not. We're so tilted that we forgot to go over those. Yeah. Okay, well, I'll do that after this. Man, we are because I, I just started thinking about that because I was like, oh, we talked about how bad Teddy Bridgewater is whenever we didn't record the podcast. Right. Oh my gosh. What? what this is. We're just flipped around right this now. This is we're, this is the worst look. If you're like submitting us for some sort of podcast nomination, don't submit this one. No, this is a disaster, guys. This is the worst podcast. We we our Twitter questions. We better be good. We better. Yeah. Oof. But there's a lot of pressure here. We got to make up some ground because this is just hot garbage right this now. Is, this really is. <laughs> Let's keep going. So every quarterback not named Meddy or Peyton has scored 17 or more fantasy points against the Raiders this season. Broncos have an implied team total around 24, which isn't terrible. You know, it basically means that they're going to score three touchdowns. And if they're going to score three touchdowns, then 
you would think that Brock Osweiler will be involved in some way. Uh, the other thing that I found really interesting is, you know, whenever you have a team that is favored, uh, that might be in a lower scoring game, not as many possessions, uh, you want them to be very efficient in the red zone. I was looking at number fire metrics. Uh, we're starting to build out some more in-depth, deeper metrics. And uh, his red zone passing that expected points uh, is pretty strong, which is good to see that uh, that if he is good in the red zone, then if he is efficient, those touchdowns could and should come. So yeah. that that's that's kind of intriguing. Uh, and also just the matchup is, is trash. But back to week 13 because we didn't talk about it. Um, did we talk about our sponsor even? We did talk about the sponsor, yes. Okay, that's good. Yes. Cool. Uh, so week 13, what happened last week? We had Ryan Fitzpatrick, 25.80 points. He did some work. He was our top streamer. Jay Cutler, uh, you know, it's funny that everyone was make, it makes fun of me and us about that Nick Foles in week three pick, but Jay Cutler was only 0.2 points better than Nick Foles in week three. That's how bad his his performance and, against San Francisco was. And more, and in my opinion, more disappointing than Foles. Yeah. I mean, I just thought Cutler was the – he just shaped up as the safest possible play. Yeah. That was that was just a disaster. And then uh, Alex Jesus take the wheel. Smith, 24.78 points. So glad that we, we threw him in there last week. Uh, and then Kyle Rudolph, uh, 4.3 PPR points. That – I'm just – He stinks. This is what I was talking about with Medi whenever – you know, this is what Spark reminded me that I didn't talk about this was that – this Vikings passing attack needs to be dropped in all of your leagues. You're not for the rest of the season. You are not drop. You are not, you are not using and depending on any Vikings pass catcher. Listen, listen to how just, I know, I know I'm a Teddy Bridgewater hater, but you have to, this stat blew my mind. I tweeted this the other day. Medi bridge matter has, has three more fantasy points than Andrew Luck in five more games that's so ridiculous that's crazy and and look it's not like luck was lighting the world luck was terrible how about how about this one too the vikings wide receivers have four top 25 ppr performances this season oh my gosh the rams the rams wide receivers have four. Oh my god it's a disaster you can't trust look, anyone in that team other than ap and this is why i need help deleting all of my charles johnson august tweets so yeah, right yeah if you guys have a, an app that you can delete thousands of tweets then let that know <laughs> yeah <laughs> pretty much my whole account at this point uh and then we also had scott chandler though who put up 16.1 ppr points and then defensively we had the uh the, the redskins on monday night who put up eight points uh they were like a defense 12 ish uh, the Bears, unfortunately, because Blaine Gabbard decided to run for 40 yards and score. Sick to my stomach. Yeah, that was so bad. Uh, and then the Dolphins, who, uh, you know, Matt Schaub actually is is really good at throwing pick sixes. I mean, it seems mathematically impossible at this point that it's still happening, but it's it is. Skill. It's a skill. Him throwing pick sixes is the same as, as winning in a DFS contest. Skill game. <laughs> skill game. <laughs> skill game. All right, so that's what happened last week, and then we already talked about the quarterback. So, Denny, talk about the first tight end streamer. We're going so out of order right now. Yeah, we're just all over the place. Uh, <laughs> let's let's go with Austin Safarian Jenkins. Uh, he played limited snaps uh, in Week 13. Uh, he caught three balls on five targets for 31 yards. Uh, so, you know, not nothing to write home about. Um, uh, but 
He is. Um, I, I read a report today that they think that they can ramp up his snaps a little bit this week. Just keep an eye on it because if if it if they say you know we're going to keep him on a like a low snap count or we're going to use him sparingly or he's he aggravated his injury or whatever, then you need to just fade him completely. But I think that if if the tr- if it's trending positive for ASJ leading into Sunday. Uh, I mean that matchup is incredible. I know we, we JJ JJ just talked about the uh, ineptitude of the New Orleans defense, but just to tack on to how bad they've been against tight ends, when you adjust for strength of schedule, the Saints are giving up 19.1 uh, PPR points per game to tight ends, and that is as tops in the league, uh, and not no one's really close. So, you know, I just I think that he is actually. Not just a floor play. I think that he's an upside play against the Saints. Yeah, he's a. I think he's pretty easily the the top streamer of the week. And then the other guy is a much deeper play. Uh, and we're gonna. I'm gonna at least take some crap for this because he he did nothing the last time he played this team. And it's Owen Daniels against the Oakland Raiders. It's happening again. Zero. Uh, he had a zero. Yeah. Here comes another goose egg. So. You know, last time he obviously had Peyton Manning throwing the rock, and Brock Osweiler looks a lot more competent than, than Peyton Manning did. Uh, you know, Vernon Davis right now is in concussion protocol. If Vernon Davis plays, I would be less, much less inclined to to play Owen Daniels. So I would take him off this list if if Vernon Davis does go. You know, we know the matchup can be pretty favorable with, with the Raiders. They have been better since the start of the season, but they're still pretty bad at defending the tight end position. Daniels played 72.5% of the team's snaps last week, uh, which is, you know, like a top 20 number for a tight end. He ended up seeing three targets, uh, which isn't anything great, but he's seen five, six, and then that three over the last three games uh, with Brock Osweiler. Uh, Like I said, he's a deeper play. I'm not super thrilled about it. There aren't really that great of tight end streamers out there this week. I think that what you're looking at is hoping for touchdowns, which you often do with tight ends, but you know a guy like Austin Sperry and Jenkins should actually be a pretty big part of their game plan. Uh, so Owen Daniels isn't a bad option, and you know if you want to look also on the waiver wire, I'm, I'm not going to put this on our list or anything, but I don't think Eric Ebron's a terrible option just to hope that he can find the end zone. Uh, and then actually they get the Saints next week. So if you can get Ebron off the waiver wire, then you have him in that beautiful – because he'll, he'll be our top streamer probably next week. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I just want to mention, just in passing, uh, if Hasselbeck plays for the Colts, uh, the then I, I kind of like Fleener as as a as a desperation play. Uh, the let's see, they're, they're playing the Jags. The Jags are giving up the second most schedule adjusted points to tight ends. So if you can't get ASJ, you can't get um, sorry the second. Daniels. You can't get yeah, you can't get Daniels if if Vernon Davis doesn't play. There's a lot. There's a lot of contingency here, but uh, you know, Kobe Fleener. It should be on a lot of waiver wires, I believe. So check check it out if you can't get those guys. Yeah. All right. The so to recap, uh, Owen Daniels and Austin Safarian Jenkins. Quarterbacks are Brock Osweiler. If you want to play it a little bit deeper, uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick. That's a terrible way to phrase it. Ryan Fitzpatrick and Jameis Winston. Yeah. And then the defenses are the Lions, the Jets, and the Jags. There you go. Word. Okay, we're done with that segment. Thank God. Oh. And it recorded. It works. All right. Yay. Yay. All right, so we got a lot of questions. Uh, so we will start with at Zach Ty Bloom. Ty Bloom. 
Would CD Carter 13 rather have his shower cries made of seltzer or his voms made of corn? Oh, God. Uh, would you take, you would love will showers that, of seltzer. Well, yeah, that sounds incredible. Although it would have to be cold, which is not, no, that's not fun. Um, but uh, I have some experience with the latter uh, at a, uh, a certain party. Uh, <laughs> I may have had some corn dip. Uh, and I, I may have had one or two or 12 beers. So right. that, um, uh, yeah, I do have experience with the, the, we've all been there. Yeah. Well, I have experience with the latter. So I will go with the former. I will go with the seltzer in the shower. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this next one is at J underscore M underscore coop bacon and scrambled eggs or sausage and hash browns. Hashtag breakfast Twitter. Let me say something. And I've said this before on the podcast last January, January, I think. Yeah. I was in Vegas, and so was Denny. And Denny and I met each other, and so was Rich Rebar at Lord Reeves. And it was the day that we were all leaving, and we went to a breakfast buffet, me, Reeves, and, and Denny, for, for one last just, like, we were drinking the night before, and we needed to just eat stuff. And Denny goes up to the buffet, and Reeves and I are just crushing, just putting all kinds of food on our plates. Denny Denny goes up to the buffet and he just doesn't he doesn't get bacon. No bacon. How do you not get bacon? I can't deal with the 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 fat on the bacon. I can't I want I want my I want my bacon like a basically just like one hard crispy band. That's 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 disgusting. I don't want any fat on it, and and at a buffet, that that stuff is pure fat. It'd but it's gross. still it's yeah. still delicious, though. No man, it's that's nasty. It's chewy. Oh god, it blew my it's mind a... though that Denny just. I actually look podcasting with you for what two and a half years, three years, or whatever. I mean, it didn't surprise me that you didn't go after the bacon, but. Right. But we we definitely tormented you for five minutes about. Well, it. you you said you said you looked at my plate. You were like, "Where's where's your bacon?" And I was right. like, "I." I don't know, you know, bacon's meh. And you were like, what do you mean bacon's meh? Right. And, like, I'm, I'm looking at Rich's pile, which is, like, up to his chin, <laughs> you know, of bacon. I'm like, <laughs> like, oh, God, what have I done? I've I've spoken ill of bacon in front of, uh, you know, uh, bacon acolytes here. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, who doesn't do so, – so are you going sausage and hash browns or bacon and scrambled eggs? I, I, no, no. Listen, I, bacon and scrambled eggs sounds delicious as long as the bacon is just like crispy. Like you, you could crispy like, bacon. Could like, to be fair, crispy bacon is better than than the the fatty like flimsy yeah. bacon. Yeah, give me give me crispy, super crispy bacon and eggs, and I'm I'm okay. Okay, okay. Next one at Doe underscore Anson. Please rank my potential streamers: Fitz, Bortles, and Jameis. So the Jags get the Colts this week. Uh, we already talked that we like Jameis more than Fitzgerald, uh, or Fitzpat Fitzgerald Fitzpatrick. Uh, but would you play Bortles over Jameis? Um, I think I would. Okay, I'm okay with it. And at least you get Bortles then for so next week the Saints get the the Lions and in two weeks they get the the Jags. Yeah, keep Bortles if you don't play him. But yeah. I would I would probably play him. This next one, at PPR Ranks, he says, Was Leonardo DiCaprio dreaming or awake at the end of Inception? Man, another Inception reference. That Wow, this is getting really weird. Uh, I actually, I at one point knew the answer to this, 
There is no there's a there's an actual answer? Yeah, there is an answer and I'm really mad that I can't think of it right now. It's uh it has something to do I think with with and I I look at I know some people out there, hundreds of people listening are I know what I'm what I'm talking about, but I'm probably not saying it correctly. It has something to do with the his wedding ring. Yeah. And, at the end when it was when it was rolling. Well, no, no. It was spinning. <laughs> but it was something about just him having the ring meant that he oh, okay. he was either awake or like it was a giveaway there 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 was a there was some sort of giveaway there i i watched a youtube clip on it so i'm an expert on it you right know, if, right you know of what course I mean? naturally yeah. i honestly haven't seen the movie in a couple of years so i don't fully remember everything about I, it i ranted and raved to melissa about this one night to the point where she was like we need to talk about something else if that's a <laughs> like just straight up. I was like, no, no, but you, you don't understand, is it? She's like, I understand. I get it. I get it. No, but please just stop. Okay. <laughs> that was, I mean, to be fair, that was like one of those movies that you could talk about for like a half hour after you saw it. Yeah. No, I think she actually fell asleep while I was talking to her. Yeah, that doesn't. That's probably most conversations though. Oh dang. <laughs> next one at Beaver BKR. First round by locked up. Top three streaming D's for next week. Tampa Bay. Look at Tampa Bay. They're playing St. Louis. I think that's probably the going to be one of the top ones. Yeah, and also uh, let's see, Bucks. Uh, the Jags get get the the Falcons at home. The Falcons are terrible. So yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Definitely, that's a good that's a good call. Uh, but I, I do like the Bucks a lot. Um, next one at NPALFF. Will the Tampa Bay Buccaneers make the playoffs? Why is oh, why is everything like reading our minds? Yeah. Um, they have like a thirty percent chance, I think, according to Number Fire. Yeah, I, the thing is, like, okay, I mentioned this on the on the podcast that wasn't that never was uh, that that disappeared into the ether. Yeah. Uh, I mentioned that I was really disappointed that I didn't make the playoffs in our Apex Raiders League. But then I looked at my team and I was like, well, who am I kidding? I, I'm going to be destroyed by whoever I play in the playoffs. This team is just, just garbage. And so I just feel the same way about uh, the Redskins and the Bucks. About Yeah, about bad teams who might make the playoffs. So what? Listen, I was a Dolphins fan for 17 years. I know about bad teams that sneak into the playoffs and what happens to them. Okay? right. right. They I mean, not to... everyone can be Steeler fans. Oh, yeah, that's true. You guys, by your birthright, is to get a Super Bowl every five years. So, congratulations, <laughs> dude. We went through a we went through a period. I didn't look. I didn't see a Super Bowl until I was like eighteen. Wait, really? Yeah, they they got their first one in my lifetime when I when I in two thousand six, two thousand five, two thousand six season. Uh, wait a second. They got to the Super Bowl in ninety six. Yeah, yeah, they lost to the Cowboys. Yeah, I mean they they were they were they got into multiple AFC Championship games too. Oh yeah, that's right. And they kept losing to Tom Brady. Uh, this next one is at Gill's username. Not a question, but a statement. Did the math for my QB Frankenstein this year, and it ended up being good for QB three. Wow, good. Yeah, what? good to... for the hashtag brand. That is good. That's 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 great. I think we got QB six, so that's really good. Yeah, Gill should just be a uh, my new co-host. He should be my new co-host. <laughs> <laughs> How about that? Boom! This next one, at Double A Cantu. On a scale from one to Bill Laser, how panicked should I be about Todd Gurley? 
totally panicked. Yeah, dude. The Todd Gurley situation is not good at all. Yeah. No, you it's I I don't I don't think I've ever seen a player go from like must start he's good uh, he's like a, a league dominator league winner league killer to unplayable right yeah i mean it's it's the offensive line's a mess and they have nick Foles under center oh god it's not good not a good combo next one at oshkosh jeff which three current nfl players do you think jason witten would want to place most in a timeout <laughs> three so just so guys who jason witten probably wouldn't like uh I'm not. I'm trying not to be. I'm not trying to make this a racial thing. So um, <laughs> let's. Johnny let's, Manziel. Definitely Manziel. Definitely Manziel would be probably number one. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say. Brian Cushing. Really? Did you watch? Did you watch Hard Knocks? I. Yeah, I've never watched Hard Knocks in my life. Look, he's a douche. He sucks. He's like. He's like. Just. He's horrible. Really? Okay. Just the broiest, cockiest douche. Uh, he's a douche rattler. <laughs> the most absurd thing I've ever heard. Uh, and then I think you should come up with a third one. Uh, well, I know that Witten would would sit Manzel down and be like, "You have to stop drinking that beer, boy." Oh yeah, definitely. Look, look, you can have a Bud Light like I do once every four days. Right. But that's yeah. it. <laughs> right. And he only drinks, Jason Witten only drinks one. Also, no, that's what I mean. Yeah, you can have my, you can have one Bud Light. It's it's super cold. I keep it in the fridge. I drink one every four days. Uh, let's Jason see. Witten, Jason Witten definitely is is he he gets hammered off of like two and a half beers. Oh yeah, while he while he's cooking while he's cooking out. <laughs> yeah, he starts eating his dinner and he's just completely yeah. tanked. <laughs> yeah, but no, but but he's probably like tanked. In like a super dad way, so he's like, "I love my children so much." <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. I love you, son. Um, exactly. Uh, gosh, the third. Per- I'm really. Str- I'm struggling. I'm so sorry. I don't know. Then we have uh, two. We have two. Cut- Cutler. Would he? Would he okay. Cutler would he be works. like Cutler? You have not. Jay. Jay, listen to me. You have not tapped your potential at all. Right. Something right. Get in timeout and find, figure out your potential. Yeah, and read read this inspirational this book of inspirational quotes. Right, that's all Jason Witten reads. Is is he doesn't read books, he doesn't read articles, he just reads quotes. Right, exactly. Yeah, and then he sends text messages to his, to his closest friends every day with a new quote. Yeah, I mean, that's I, his I, life. He, he definitely has never. Yeah, he's never he's never read like an actual book. It's just they're all just inspirational stuff. Yeah. Uh, this next one at gopatgo underscore twenty seven. Uh, two questions. One is Cutler, Osweiler, or Mariota this week. Uh, I would as if Revis is playing. I would I would go Osweiler there. Yeah, but if, if, if but if he's not, then I I would go Mariota. Yeah, and we should probably say that Mariota would be a streamer if if Revis is out. I I think that that's a good play. Yeah. Would you agree? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then the next question, quarterback most likely to leave Christmas lights up all year, and then the tight end who would complain most about it to his family if they were neighbors. God, that's so complicated. The quarterback, okay, who would leave their lights up all year? Probably, I mean, okay, this is, this is a, do you think Ryan, dude, Ryan Fitzpatrick needs to just, you know what Ryan Fitzpatrick should do is just dye his beard white. Right. Right, like oh, like during December, 
you know who would do that? You know, would leave leave uh, the lights up. Blaine Gabbert would leave because because he's like a real American, you know. Right, yeah. And he would leave it up all year long and be like, hey, "Look, if you hate Christmas, that's your thing. But I love Christmas <laughs> and I love America, so I'm leaving my lights up." Yeah. Okay, I can get behind that. And then the tight end who would complain most about it to his family if they were neighbors is probably Scott Chandler. <laughs> I could kind of see that. Yeah, Scott Chandler would would not would not dig that. He would be like, Christ, Blaine, please. <laughs> right, yeah. Please just get get just take down the lights. He'd right. be like, Hey, if you hate Jesus Christ, that is your deal. <laughs> but, but I'm gonna celebrate Jesus Christ all year long. <laughs> uh, this next one is at Kev McLeod. He said he says in parentheses JJ, it's pronounced the same as Fox McLeod. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he says, need to start two in a PPR. West Ware, Lacey, Powell, Ryan Matthews. I would go Lacey because it sounds like things are turning around. Really? What? Yeah, I really would there. I would I would go Lacey and West. I mean, Lacey. I thought that they just signed another guy to the practice squad. Right. Hey, about- hey, do you want to make? Let's make a let's make a wager. Okay. Lacey scores five PPR points. <laughs> oh, stop! You don't think it has to be more than that? How a double digit? Ten. Yeah. Ten. I uh, bet that he scores ten this week. I take under ten. Okay, and the loser has to leave the podcast forever. (laughs) (laughs) The loser is no longer a host of this podcast. I'm fine with it. I'm fine. (laughs) Finally, I'm going to lose Denny. All right, so the winner of this bet is is the sole podcast host, and they can decide who they want to be the co-host. Right, and we so we both win because <laughs> right. because this podcast will be over. Right. Um, uh, well, I would go West and Lacey. Who would you go? West, Ware, Lacey, Powell, Ryan, Matthews. West is a safer play of him and Ware. He plays more snaps. Powell yeah. isn't a isn't a decent. I mean, like the 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 Titans actually give up the least amount of running back receptions in the NFL. Yeah. And, and Ryan Matthews is coming off a, a concussion. It has to be Lacey. Okay, but in my imaginary world in which DeMarco Murray is benched for going over Chip Kelly's head, then Ryan Matthews makes for a great play. Okay, that's that's cool. I, how about this? I will say that Eddie Lacy scores more than Ryan Matthews this week. Uh, oh, wait, is that our bet? No, the bet is still just Lacy 10 uh, okay. points. We're, okay. we're going with that. All right. Okay. Next one, at Harry Raider. Uh, and it's not H-A-I-R-Y, it's H-A-R-R-Y. Landry and or Edelman over Dez for playoffs? Yeah. Yeah. Dez is not startable right now. Yeah, no. It's very tough to trust. Uh, at Jeff underscore the underscore cat. He says... <laughs> Jeff, Witten, the cat. Jeff the cat. <laughs> that's actually a great pet name, but that's, his name's Jeffrey, so I'm assuming that that's actually like... This is like what, what he was called in like Little League Baseball or something. Jeff the cat. <laughs> he was the cat. Uh, it's quick. Every time he like he like got a hit, the whole dugout yep. would purr. <laughs> the cat. I can't. I can't do a purr. Can you do a purr? You have cats. I just hit like that. What are you a motor? <laughs> it's a motor I had no idea. I had no idea that cats needed oil. I had I'm no idea. Purr. I don't. I got. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, this is worse than douche rattle. This is the worst podcast. Of- <laughs> this is the worst podcast that has ever been created, ever, ever. Like, if you're listening to this podcast, turn it off, shut it down, <laughs> delete our accounts. Just, just, just stop this. You could be doing something better with your life. Oh my god! So he says, Witten more excited about one thousand receptions or showing up an hour early to put his lawn chair in front in the front row at his kid's t-ball game. <laughs> That's good. That is good. Oh. It is good. He's definitely more excited about his putting the, the lawn chair down. At uh, Diddy Muss, real life equivalent of finishing with the highest point total but missing the playoffs. I feel like you would have a good answer for this. Oh, real life equivalent? Yeah, having Donald Trump as president. Oh, no. Uh, <clears throat> um, uh, I, I would say the real life equivalent. I'm just trying to think of a golf equivalent. I would say that's like I don't know. That's like hitting every green in regulation, uh, in uh, in uh, on eight, in eighteen holes and and shooting like like ten over par because yeah. because you're just you just can't like like finish the deal. It, it, it's that's a terrible comparison. I'm, this podcast is is horrendous. Shut yeah. it down. Shut Sh- it down. Done. This next one at Arthur Stanny. He says, "Would it be crazy to start Sammy Watkins over Demarius Thomas?" Not crazy. I mean, I don't think it's I don't think it's crazy at all. Sammy Watkins is a great matchup this week. They're playing Philly. Shoof. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I think Sammy's probably the better play than Demarius. But but who? I mean, so you can't start both of them at that. Right. Yeah, I would try to get both of them in your lineup. For real. Uh, next one at J Levinson twelve ninety three. Josh Levinson. He says, "Will the Texans defense be useful weeks fifteen and sixteen, or should I stash streamers now?" I don't know who they play. So let me look it up. You can start play some elevator yeah. music, Denny. <laughs> I can do more purring. Purr, oh God. No purr. more of that. So they get. Oh no, you can't play them. They're playing the. Oh no, I get. They're playing the Colts and the Titans. Yeah. Which. Uh, I don't think it's necessary to hold. I would rather stream. No, people. Uh, I think crown them as like the eighty-five Bears because they had two good games. So, but right. I think it's a little much. Uh, this next one at J Culp seventy two Buck Allen starting running back or seventies porn star? <laughs> well, I looked it up and it's actually both. So, who would you rather stash though? He asked in week fifteen and sixteen, Ebron or ASJ? I would just stash both and then just kind of just yeah, if you can, yeah. I, I know that's a terrible answer. I think Ebron's. I don't. I can't remember. Oh no, the the Bucks get the Rams next week. I would say uh, see how ASJ is involved this week. And then kind of go from there. Yeah. Next one is at Jake Zab. He says, Big Ben versus Denver defense week 15. I own both. Streaming options or DGAP and start both? No, I mean, you can't. St- I don't think you can start. I don't think I don't think you should start either of them in, in the in the fantasy playoffs. Like you because that game can go like what's going to happen in that game is Ben will probably be like QB 15. Denver is – write this down because it's going to happen. So Ben will be QB – no, okay, look. Right, I'm, I'm predicting the future. Ben will be QB 16 that week, and Denver is going to be defense 16 also. Wow, okay. Okay. I, I, it makes sense. I mean, I mean, yeah, that's the way it's going to go. You got, I mean, you have the two – I mean, the, the Steelers have a top probably three offense in the league, yeah. and Denver obviously has the best defense in the league. It's just gonna mat. It's just gonna hit right in the middle. Next one at Matt the Bear Superflex League. Pick two quarterbacks: Dalton, Ty God, or Jameis. 
Wait, just for this week? Yeah, I would bench Dalton. Yeah, I would too. Ooh, that was nice. Uh, next one, at M. Schizo. Limping into the playoffs, PPR running back streamer. Langford, White, Ware, Ellington, or Carlos if active? Mm, Carlos is not going to be active. You're right. I would probably go Langford. I guess. How many touches did – I don't know how many touches he had last It was pretty – I mean, it was pretty decent, but they were also pretty run heavy. Um, but I, I don't I don't see why they wouldn't necessarily be again. Yeah. So I would probably just just go with, with Langford. Sure. Next one, at Black Bear Hockey Fan, colored or white Christmas lights? For me, white lights are the Nick Foles of Christmas lights. Hashtag not good. Dang, that's a strong take. I, I, I told you on Twitter to literally burn down your tree if you didn't switch your lights from white to right. um, to multicolored. But. Yeah, and I showed my wife, and she never wants to meet you. Oh, good, good. I'm glad uh, we got off on the right foot. Uh, I, I, I have to say this. My, my wife is open to having multicolored lights on the Christmas tree this year for the first time ever. Wow. I can't. Why do you like the multicolored? Uh. Uh, because it's not boring. I I think it's mostly because it's mostly because I'm a uh, white hating apologist, right? I mean, it's yeah, it's right. my right. It's my politics. I think that my right. uh, my through, my my, my white guilt my white guilt hates makes me hate white lights. So it makes right. sense. Yeah, some people some people channel it through certain things, and your channel is through Christmas lights. It, look, it makes it makes sense. By the way, I was in the most dad situation before the podcast today. I was I was untangling lights. Oh man, that is I did that this weekend. Yeah, with 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 Xavier like hanging on me, playing with his toys, <laughs> and I was like, I was like, God bless it, Xavier. I'm trying to untangle these lights. I, I've been trying for 15 minutes. I can't find the end of the cord. Do you do you do I do you hang lights outside? I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and well, what I do, I very carefully place the lights outside in the bushes on the. We have a little lamp post. We have this and that. I'm getting it all, and then uh, my wife completely redoes it. So. Oh wow, that's that's rough. What kind of did you have colored lights outside or white lights outside? Yeah, I, outside we actually have yeah we outside we have multicolored lights that are and it's the big bulbs from the fifties. Yeah, no, those are okay. So I was actually I had this conversation with with my wife about that because we I was like you know what I don't like the colored lights but I don't mind them when they're like huge like when they're the huge kind yeah yeah and that's what we have uh be careful when you step on them with bare feet because that oh, hurts oh, right? yeah. <laughs> because like it's like it's like just shattering glass it's like I feel like I'm I'm one of the crooks from home home alone when I'm <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Oh, that's hilarious. This next one is at Sports Abuse. Dino non-contender. Do I A, cut Witten, B, keep him rest of the season to make sure the Christmas tree gets watered? <laughs> oh, oh, that's good. That's a very good. That was a great. Me I have to water the damn Christmas tree after this show. Oh, you got to keep Witten, though. Yeah. Uh, next one, at o- Oakland, Oaklandian, Oaklandian, Oaklandian. Okay. Uh, he asks, is Cobb worth flexing at all, at all in standard or stick to matchup based RB twos? I don't know which Cobb I'm assuming it's Randall, but I actually, I'm, I'm now assuming it's David. Um, but he said, or stick to matchup based RB twos, which is Yeldon Hill, CJ Anderson. I would play all of those guys over a guy like Cobb. Yeah. Is Uh, Randall Cobb, is Randall Cobb still in the league? I don't know if Randall Cobb is. 
Next one is at last last Jedi on Earth. Pick two PPR league. Uh, pick two PPR league. Buck Allen, Danny Amendola, Charkandrick West, Spencer Ware, Brian Hartline, uh, DMAC, which I'm assuming is Darren McFadden. Um, I've never seen a DMAC. I always see a DMC. Right. Um, I would say Amendola and who would you I'm, – I'm assuming it's between Amendola, Buck Allen, and Darren McFadden. Yeah, Buck Allen for me. Okay, to get those those – those receptions this week because yeah i mean yeah he's just ridiculously involved in that pass game yeah right next one is at grizzly blair he says i don't have a question i just wanted to thank you two for helping me reach the playoffs have a fun podcast jabronis oh man we did have a fun podcast if by fun you mean terrible but thank you for listening yeah we've only spent 13 hours recording this one no big deal (laughs) (laughs) next one at we love you though this next one, at Last Jedi on Earth. It's a battle of Live the Stream University graduates. Carson, the OG, Ty God, Fitzmagic. Who to start? You got to start Palmer this week. The Vikings are beat up in the secondary. Yeah, and Palmer, I mean, Palmer's floor is just like almost like laughable at this point. It's, right, just, yeah. it's just silly that he can just post 22 points against anybody. Yeah. This next one is uh, at Doe Anson. Tempted to start Hill this week. Currently have Gurley and D'Angelo starting and Ivory in my flex. Thoughts? I wouldn't start Jeremy Hill against Pittsburgh. No, no, no. Pittsburgh's rough against running backs. Right. Next one is at Knuckle Pop. Where is JJ hosting this week's David Johnson Truther meeting now that the bandwagon is too full? I, you're going to have to get a mega church, man. Yeah, for real. For real. Next one, at Jim Caliu, uh, running back committee pick two, pick two for rest of season. Below Powell, C.J. Anderson, DMC, and Spencer Ware. Uh, C.J. Anderson has a tough schedule, but if he's healthy, he's going to get the most touches probably of those guys outside of DM. DMC is obvious there. Yeah, right. Uh, I would probably go C.J. Anderson. Yeah. Uh, or, uh, that's so rough. If it's, uh, I'd go C.J. Anderson. Me too. Okay. You could have just said that while I was contemplating. I was trying to, but you were arguing with yourself. <laughs> I, I, had to let, I had to let you hash it out with JJ. <laughs> so next one, at John Boyd 11. With Vikings injuries, fire up Palmer over Ty God and Fitzmagic? Yes, we actually yep. just had that question. <laughs> next one, at Cyclone Rob. When will the LTS branded vomit cleanup kit be released? <laughs> <laughs> that was good. He said, I'm running out of paper towels from the Gabbert OTTD bomb. Oh, yeah. no. Which man. also was ridiculous to Tory Smith, who's done absolutely nothing all year. Somebody somebody actually made a, a, a barf bucket <laughs> and tweeted it. Tweeted That's amazing. With, wait, with the Living the Stream Brandon? No, God, I wish, but no. That would be I, amazing. We should. I wonder if the, if the, 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 the site that I'm using for the t-shirts, we can do barf buckets. <laughs> Like, could you imagine like an I run like a dad barf bucket like, or or like like something Jason Witten related on a barf bucket? Right. Well, it, while while other shows tout that you know tout their uh, their record, uh, you know <laughs> uh, their their you know top three in accuracy nine years in a row, right. we're like, hey guys, we have a we actually have a vomit bucket if yeah. in case you get sick over the picks we <laughs> a branded barf bucket like. A place where you can actually get rid of your bodily fluids because we suck so much. <laughs> because we're so horrible. <laughs> oh, 
Oh man, that's genius. This next one at John T4K league setup question. Thoughts on awarding last two playoff spots based on total points scored? Yes, I'm all for that. Wait, what is it? What is it? Thoughts on awarding the last two playoff spots based on total points oh. scored? Yeah, no, no, no. That needs to happen in every league. Yeah, at least the, at least one. The one my my home league, we have fourteen guys, six make the playoffs. Top two from each division make it. The best record not in makes it, and then the most points scored that's not in it makes it. Yeah, I mean you have to you have to reward guys, you know, people who have good teams. I mean, right, this is right, right. And I'm not, you know, I, I still think that the you know people always talk about they're like, oh, we should only go points scored. And I've been in points only leagues. The thing that's not fun about them is that you just the head to head dynamic is really fun in fantasy football. Yes, yes, it is. You need to have that's why the apex league that we're in is so awesome because you get the head to head component and then you also get the versus the average each week. So. We played twenty six games instead of thirteen this season. Yeah, I this is listen. They don't give us any money or anything, but Apex is where it's at. You you all should really check that out next year. It is. It's a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Uh, next one at Knuckle Pop. Top three Christmas films: Scrooge, Christmas Vacation, Elf, Die Hard, Home Alone, Justin Perillo highlights, Gremlins, etc. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so top three. I'm gonna actually all three of my my favorite Christmas movies are on this list. You ready? Yeah. One is Christmas Vacation. Okay. Two, I think, is Home Alone 2. Home Alone 2, though. Home Alone 2 Lost in New York is better than Home Alone 1. Uh, don't, don't at me. <laughs> I'm going to at you, man. <laughs> don't, don't. Home Alone 2 is better than Home Alone. I feel like we've had this conversation before. We, we have. Home Alone Two is better than Home Alone One, and it's not even close. It's just it's got even got a better soundtrack. Well, yes, but that's what that's what you're talking. You're just talking about the soundtrack. <laughs> I'm serious though. I know you. I know what you're talking about. You're no, just look, look. Home Alone Two better, better traps, better storyline. You got the pigeon lady. Home Alone One, you got the stupid guy with the shovel in the driveway. <laughs> I mean, a stupid guy with the, I had a I had an emotional breakdown when I saw that part the other day where he's reunited with his daughter. I was like, oh god, oh god, is it? Did, did someone just freshly paint in here? Why are my eyes watering? Right, but the but the thing is, okay, so you have that connection with the daughter and him, right? But you have the turtle dove connection in Home Alone Two with the pigeon lady and Kevin McAllister. Yeah, well, and I, and third is Elf, by the way. Just. Delete this podcast. <laughs> I do. I do really hate that so much. Immediately, dude. Elf is actually a movie that I have laughed out loud at. Scrooged is the correct answer. No, no. To number one, by the way. What's number two and three then? Well, two is 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 National Lampoons. Okay. Three. <laughs> Struggling. What about Christmas? Christmas Story is good too. Yeah, that's a classic. I don't hate Christmas Story. Uh, what's the one that my wife makes me watch it here? Uh, the one with Hugh Grant and oh god, the uh, um, oh that's oh my god, what is it called? Everyone, all girls love that movie. Uh, yeah, it's but it's not even a Christmas movie. No, that, it's not. But it's a, it's a it's a rom com with Christmas. It just happens to be during Christmas. Yeah, what but... is it? It's like a two two word movie. Right. I forget, but but you know who's in it? Uh, uh, Rick from The Walking Dead is in it, and it will freak you out to see Rick clean shaven, like you know, hair you know all intact, and he's like twenty five years old, 
that I can't even look at him like that. Um, I don't even know love, the Walking love, Dead. Love, love actually. Love actually. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what you're thinking of. So, yeah, it's a terrible movie. Yeah, I mean it's bad. I'm a rom com guy too. I'm all for rom coms. I, I guess third. I guess number three. I would put Gremlins. I gotta put Gremlins. What about Home Alone, dude? Eh. Get your garbage out of here. Such a uh, terrible take. <laughs> Next question. At Eggs Pasta. That's a pretty great handle. <laughs> <laughs> he says, uh, Derek Carr, who is facing the Broncos, so that's a big fart. Mariota. <laughs> Mariota or your streamers this week? Well, we talked a little about that. but Yeah, so, yeah, Mariota if the Jets don't have Revis, but yeah. streamers. Uh, next one at Bart Bartles, he says Rivers or Jesus Smith since it's the month of his birth. Alex Smith is actually not in a terrible spot this week. Yeah, uh, with San Diego, I would definitely play him over Philip Rivers. Not even close to me for me. Yeah, I'm. I'm fine they're ten. They're ten point favorites. Alex Smith is actually probably should have been a streamer this week, but it's just too easy to throw Jesus in December into the streaming pile. Well, to be fair, teams have attacked the Chargers on the ground mostly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. That that's really my fear in, in that game. And then you have that huge spread. Like game script could really get out of out of hand in that. Yeah, I agree. Um, this next one is at R.S. Smith or R. Smith, I should say, in a fictitious restaurant. This is actually a great question. What positions slash jobs would these players have? Okay, Rob Gronkowski, Jason Witten, and Danny Woodhead. Danny Wood, Danny Woodhead instantly for me was the busboy. Yeah, busboy. Yeah, sure. Like not even close. It's that's obvious, right? Right. I think Gronk would be a great host, but he would be kind of drunk. Sure, but I, I, aren't all the hosts host and hostesses drunk? I mean, at least a little to do right. that job. I bet. Yeah, <laughs> you have to be. And then Jason Witten would be like the the he'd be a server. Yeah, incredibly. He would be he would be the sickeningly uh polite yes. server yes. to the point where you're like, is this guy for real? Come on. Right. I mean, you you're like begging for tips, but he would actually just be genuine. Right. Totally. That's we nailed that. Yeah. Destroyed. Next one at FF Jedi. He says better playoff philosophy, stream a necessary position or blank block your opponent for his need. I'm fine with C blocking your opponent uh, if you can. I mean, it's part of the game. It's part of the game. Yeah, you got to do that. You got to do it's, that. Like this. This is the, here's the thing with fantasy football. It's a game, and their games have, you know, strategies. Strategy. And part of part of that is is knowing how to, you know, mess with your opponents. It's right. It's it's just part of it. You're not we're, we're not running NFL teams here. It's just fake. Right. I mean, have you ever played the game Risk before? Yeah. I mean, you're not going to be sitting in South America and then you have this treaty with Africa and you're just like, oh no, I'm never going to go into Africa. You go into Africa eventually. That's I got I got a lot of uh, of uh, feedback from people who did not like the bench your roster thing because. They were like, you know, just pay attention to your team. You have nothing to do with any. That's not true. You you have to pay attention to what other people are doing. You want you want them to make make mistakes. It's right, just right. part of the game. Yeah. Next one at SMGDH. He said, uh, "Would you rather play as Luigi in Super Mario Brothers or play your fantasy football on NFL.com?" 
uh, Luigi is so top heavy on Mario Kart. Yeah. That I and slow. He's he's slow from the from the pickup. So if you if you crash with Luigi, it'll be ten seconds before you're back up to full speed. Sure. So yeah, but, I but but dude, fantasy football on NFL.com not fun. It's not. ESPN is the best in IMO. I mean, I I would still go with Apex, but I yeah I get it. Well, I just mean like the the interface. Oh, the main, mainstream sites. Yeah. 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 ESPN's good. Uh, this next one. What is this? Is at Fitz underscore eight four three. What is your favorite type of pie? Yeah. Pumpkin. I, I, my favorite kind of pie is the pie in the trash. You are so bad at everything. <laughs> I'm just. Next question. Okay. At T underscore rises. Big Ben Russell Wilson or Ty God two QB standard scoring. Big Ben, Russell Wilson, or Ty God? I think you have to go with Big Ben and Russell Wilson the way that they're playing right now. Who do the Seahawks play? The, uh, the, why am I blanking right now? We were just talking about it. Oh, the the Ravens. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta play Russell. And then Ben gets this, the Bengals, but I don't think you can bench Ben right now. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so either. So, we'll go that. We'll go Chalk. Next one, at Xmas Mike. Is the build-up to Julio versus Norman one being mostly hyped by Met Ryan? <laughs> so we all forget he's the one hurting Julio's output. That's great. Met Ryan instead of Matt Ryan. Oh, Met. Oh, like Meh. Yeah, Met Ryan. Met Ryan. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's it's really interesting. I like Matt Ryan has been terrible this year, and their red zone offense is horrendous. So I'm very, very. I have Julio teams that are in the playoffs, and you know. Luckily, I, the, those teams have buys, so I'm only going to see Norman if I make the championship. But still, it's it's kind of scary. Yeah, it is. There's no way around it. There's no way around it. That that's scary. Yeah. Next one at Z Stepano Z. He says for flex and PPR running back Charkandrick West, Martavis Bryant, or Brandon Cooks. So West gets the uh, the Chargers. Martavis gets the Bengals and Brandon Cooks gets the Bucks. I mean, I want to go with the Steelers' number one receiver, but of course, <laughs> I would go Martavis. Actually, I, he has look at he has Dre Kirkpatrick for the most part this week, and right. that's the that's the guy you want. Right, uh, I actually like Martavis this week. I do too. He remember last year he torched them. He had that huge like eighty yard oh, touchdown oh, against them. Right. Uh, next one at Leo Kaliski flex Evans or Lacey. You got to go Evans there yeah, against, against New Orleans. Uh, next one at Snarto Snart- Snarto Nick. He said, "Still taking questions? Yeah, we are because we recorded our freaking podcast so wrong." Yes. Uh, Golden Tate in a PPR flex this week or pick up Brian Hartline, Deshaun Jackson, Vincent Jackson, or uh, or White. I kind of I kind of like Vincent Jackson. Yeah, I would go VJAX there too. I dig that. Uh, last question. This is at Wood Just Rough. What's your favorite system to determine standings? Head to head records so dependent on opponent, all play, Apex is two win a week. Uh, I think we talked about Apex. I, I don't mind all play. All play is not bad. People are always like, you know, why are you just doing all play whenever you could just do points? Well, the it kind of helps like that absolute value where like, you know, you're not just getting so far ahead of everyone because you're scoring so many freaking points and there's, right. you know, week 14, it's over. It's, right. You know, you're able to 
have just those those absolute value records win loss. So I, I don't mind all play, but I like Apexes the most. I think. Me too. Word. All right, Denny. That's it for the podcast. That was one of the worst ones we've ever done. Yeah, definitely bottom bottom five show for us. I think so. Yeah. Sorry, but thank guys. Thank you for sticking around. Uh, if you stuck around for the whole show, tweet us at uh, Dola Sucks. Yeah, because the sucks part is now that's that's because our podcast is terrible. Yeah, it has nothing to do with Danny Amendola being terrible. It's just us. So Dola Sucks, but thank you. Yeah. Uh, all right, Denny, where can everyone find you? Uh, at CD Carter 13 on the Twitter. And uh, check out draftdayconsultants.com if you would like to – Pay $10 for four weeks of DFS newsletter. hey Boom. And I am JJ Zacharies, and you can find me on Twitter at LateRoundQB and all of my work over at NumberFire.com. Denny, let, let's just make this all better and get a milkshake. Oh, God, please. All right. All right, guys, thanks for listening. Good luck in the first round of the playoffs, and we will catch you in week 15. Thank you for listening to Live in the Stream. We hope you enjoyed the internet podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes now. It won't take long, it's fast. For more fantasy football info, check out LakeGroundQB.com. Hope you come back soon as we share about.